Folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys Blow It. I'm the Big Hand Bopper. I'm here with Jesse Jason. Hey, everybody. How's it going out there in Radio Land? And Wolfman Tim. What is up, dude? The bitch drones out there. Okay. And I'm dropping the voice now. Okay. We don't need to do that for an extended period of time. I'm continuing my voice until now. (laughs) Oh, there he is. I just feel like the audience. They love, they're used to that opening now, and they love it, and they can't get enough of it, and they're telling their friends about it, but it's tough to maintain the whole podcast. We can't do it, folks, so just back off. We can't, and we won't, and you can't make us. Uh, we should maybe, uh, we should we, ooh, we should do a, a new tier for the Patreon that is, you can tell us what to do if you want to Big, pay big, big bucks. 10000 a month. You can tell us the number of minutes to do silly voices for. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want 11 minutes. I want 13 minutes. Yeah, we'll make it happen for you. Is there people uh people suggest some really good uh blowout ideas. Sometimes we do them, sometimes we don't. But yeah. uh I wonder if there's a tier where it's just like for this amount of money you can name the blowout every week. <laughs> well, that should be a producer. Like that should be Sure. A24 or something. Yeah. And they, they pay should us. Be paying, yeah, yeah. They should be, you know, you pay us, then you get to run the show. Yeah. Yeah. I call A24 every once in a while and ask them if they want it. If, are you still no on the producer? Yeah. Do they do podcasts? It, every, I've, people are like starting to wonder what's up with A24, like the movies, the movies, the cool, the cool movies, but they seem to be like chickening out of the whole podcast landscape. I know. Chickening out is a good, yeah, they're they're uh, scared of it. And, now, and why A24, shouldn't they be? <laughs> why, why shouldn't they be all <laughs> I was just because an A24 is one of these examples of like I think it's like run by some like you know the child of a billionaire started A24 and then it's like A24 is good and makes good stuff and you're like oh well okay I know that's the case with Annapurna oh that might be what I'm thinking of I mean I oh, think Annapurna. I think it's a similar situation though where like A24 is still isn't like making money per se is Annapurna more uh, horror stuff? Mm, Not necessarily. No. You know what's so funny? Annapurna makes your stomach churna. Uh-huh. A24 is quite a bore. <laughs> oh, God. I'm uh, never going to well, work in the film industry. I hope A24 doesn't hear this episode because that is going to kill our shot of doing uh, their first podcast. Uh, you know what? Blumhouse. I see like Blumhouse on every, uh, every, yeah. every horror thing. They're they're sort of like the uh, Roger Corman studios. Like they do yeah. stuff at like real cut rate, but then they end up like making a profit. Yeah, well, because like a, a lot of their they make a lot of stuff and they make some good stuff. And you know, like those paranormal movies, <laughs> you could make one of those for like six hundred bucks if you really wanted to. <laughs> I'm getting real sick of hearing from people like. Uh, there's a couple places that make sh- things shoestring budget, and then they're good, and I think it's cool. But for the most part, when someone's like. Well, I had this job at Disney, and obviously, you know, it's Disney, so they're cheap. And then oh, I, I was, I was, I was in this thing with uh, Marvel, and you know, it's Marvel. You know, they're real cheap. <laughs> like, who, yeah, yeah. Who the fuck is paying the money around here? I know. <laughs> Where's the money? Follow the money. Ooh. Where's the money, um, asshole? <laughs> Where's the money? Big Lebowski. Uh, uh, Miramax. Are you guys drinking anything over there? 
Yes, I got the drink of the week. Yeah, me too. Check this out. 32 oh ounce Modelo. Wow. Love that cool, big cool, cool. fat Modelo. Still got the tiny little neck on it. That's mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. You couldn't quite commit <sighs> to the 40, but you went 32. Yeah. Something a little more a more manageable. More refined. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> 32. My former waist size. <laughs> ah, yes. My current waist size that I just bought a pair of pants in and are tight, but not too tight. <laughs> okay. Mike, you porking out over there? Yes, I'm porking out. I drink all the time with you two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm porking out. Wait, Jeff, what's your waist size, Mr. Skinny Pants? 32, baby. Yeah, but Isn't are that you, funny are, that, like, are you I don't really know. I'm sure that there are people whose waists are 30, but, like, really, I don't know. I just know it's like a normal person wears 32, and then <laughs> like they'll either be a little loose or a little bit tight. And then, like, you start to get a little chubby, and you wear, I wear a 34. I wear 34 in jeans and sometimes, like, a 36 for, like, khakis. But mm. I feel it, no one wears a 30 in this town. No. 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 They can't. Folks, if you wear a 30, actually, don't don't reach out to Maybe, us. <laughs> maybe, maybe Vern Troyer. Ooh, boy. Yes, known for his narrow waist. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I just got... No, that's not how I wanted to start that sentence. When I was in t a teenager, I had a pair of Dickies that I thought were so cool. But they were size 38. I got them at a thrift, thrift store. <laughs> and I just like put a belt on them and cinched them up. And I was like, yeah, these are my fucking dickies. Aren't Man, I cool? I remember like no. during the Jen during the Jenko years and stuff, I remember just being like so confused with the look and how they do it. And so I would just get like bigger normal pants <laughs> and like cinch them. And so I would I have like the braided belt because that's what we all did in the 90s. So I would just have like normal Levi's, but they would be a little bigger. And I'd be like, why aren't they like the pants I see around? <laughs> Mom, we got to get bigger. No, Jeff, you've already messed this pair. We can't take it back. I never did Jenkos. I assume you guys didn't. No, either. I never did Jenko. But like, you no. can't get a pair of well-fitting Jenkos. They have to be like. Well, you, have, silly, you right? would have to have really f fat legs all the way down. <laughs> and they have to get fatter as you go down. <laughs> yeah. That would be great if you someone really fills out a pair of Jenkos. <laughs> I've got a. I've currently got a pair of Levi's that I love. A nice pale wash it fits mm. great on the legs, but then. A, it, my dirty little secret when you see the waist way too big cinch the belt just like you're talking about it does the thing in the crotch where like my you know where my well genitals go there's like a big a, a giant divot and it it, it it bends in and then it bends out and it's 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 a the the, the zipper has ruffles that's tough. Okay. Man, that's tough. But life God. can be tough and that's what, what this podcast is about. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Tim, Tim my heart goes out to you man. I can't believe that anyone on earth is suffering more than me. Life <laughs> can be tough, and it's these challenges we face every day. You're put, you're put up against a, uh, each day, you're put up against a number of uh, obstacles, and it's yep. a battle. Now, here today, we have a battle of our own, don't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are finding out what the best long song is. <laughs> best long song. Okay, now, so we're saying we're saying best, not ultimate. That's what I said. I don't know. You have thirty seconds. We have thirty seconds to amend that, or we're sticking with best. No, 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 no. no I, I think like that's it. Okay, but I think okay. what, what we didn't put in the in the show title, but what we said is we're not looking for your favorite long live jam or something weird. Right. We're talking about a song 
it's a song you could you know feasibly hear on the radio it's on it was on it's on an album it's an album track mm-hmm. it's 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 a song it's not some weird fucking ooh i like this dark star that's four hours right you we all know that like to win this competition, you need to come. You need to come with something that people have heard. Got to come correct. We got to come correct. We sort of <laughs> have that in proper. our head. We have that in our head that it's like, all right, this isn't going to be. You're not going to be stupid here, okay? People. No, have, but you also, Mike, don't want to. You have to be true to your heart because you're not going to shovel shit to the pigs. You're going to serve feces to the swine. Look, Tim, I, I've never agreed with the sentiment coming out of your mouth. More than I do right now. <laughs> but my point is, of the stuff that I, I would never pick a, a fish song here. Right. Because I realize that that is a very specific type of person, myself, who likes that music. That's not the mm-hmm. best, though. Right. Now, let me ask you, Mike, while we're on the topic. Sure. If you're looking to get down and nasty to a tasty fish jam, what are some of your long ones you like? Uh, well, You Enjoy Myself is a, is a classic hit. That's a mm-hmm. long, uh, you know, maybe ten minutes. They can jam it out, but uh, uh, what uh, what performance though? Is there like a oh Staples oh, Center? I don't. Uh, there are people who have that, and I just don't. Uh, I don't have that. I don't have that brain capacity. So you go, you go album cuts. No, 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 no. I like I like live shows better than listening to just albums. Not specific. But live shows. I just don't have like a oh man, Antelope gotcha. Valley was where. Oh yeah, yeah. And I've I've had. When people get me in those conversations, I have to just be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, oh yo, I can't believe that was a great." <laughs> I just I don't <laughs> I just don't uh, have that in my brain. Sure, but Mike, you got my back on this one. That if, if I'm getting groovy, <laughs> fucking Eyes of the World, Giant Stadium, May 1991, baby. Come on, that was a great show. <laughs> Wake up to find out that oh. you. I love. I like. You know, um, I'm not really into the, in the jam band world, I don't get really into the nasty, funky stuff, mm-hmm. but if there's those kind of, you know, the the chords in Eyes of the World, uh, Grateful Dead, they're breezy, they're blowing by. Yeah. So then you get, you get Bruce Horns, Hornsby and he's kind of just tinkling over the top, you know? It's yeah. Oh, it's nice. I've been, I've been uh, at the house here going on YouTube, throwing on uh, fish shows, dead shows, any type of show, uh, the wings I had on here the other day. Oh, that's fun to just have a show on and you're checking yeah. in. I, I did a, over the pandemic, I did a little uh, Billy Joel kick and YouTube has a good mm. amount of Billy Joel concerts and it's great. It's on the background and you say, what's this little maniac up to now? Oh, you, mm. you mean beyond the one where he yells at the tech team? <laughs> well, that's the best. Or when he crowd surfs and he has to tell the people to send him back towards the stage because <laughs> yeah. they won't they don't bring yeah, him back. And they won't do it. <laughs> He's a dork. That was his like Russian concert or something. Well, hey, guys, yeah. beyond these distinctions, we also didn't talk about how long is long. Right. Oh. So if one of you guys comes in with a fucking song that's like four minutes, 30 seconds, mm-hmm. I'm going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's long to me. I, You know me. I just like the teeny bopper top 40 bullshit. Anything over three minutes, I think is long. It's f- <laughs> <laughs> I most of the stuff I, lo- I looked at and and, you know, came up with was all like 70s and 80s. They're. As time goes on, like radio play is what it's become. Late stage capitalism, man. Yeah, you just can't. And nowadays, like I don't, pop songs must be under two minutes, right? You gotta. I bet you there are some new ones. Like you know, we'll get into it. Um, 
hell, I'll just say it because I don't think either of you picked it and neither did I. But um, Runaway, Kanye, is a very, very long song that it got played on the radio. Mm. How long? Nine minutes. Yeah, there's probably a radio edit that's more like six or something like that. But I um, wonder if in the radio edit, if they cut out, because there, there's uh, somebody else featured on that track whose name escapes me right now. But I wonder if they ditch him or push just, a T. Push a T. Yeah. No, they must. Think, they cut out the end because the end is just like goes on forever. Yeah, the yeah the Casio thing. Yeah. Well, that song rules. And what's funny is it it is like you know that's like an epic. You that that's that's a grand shooting for the moon type song. And that was something mm-hmm. I thought about when I was looking at some of my little like runners up and stuff for, for this. Was this funny? There's some songs that were surprised me how long they were. But yeah. but I oh. wanted to go with the grandeur. I wanted my best long song to be one that's shooting right. for the moon. Sometimes you look at a song and be like, no shit, that fucking thing is eight minutes. It doesn't Tim, really, it doesn't really do much. You're I, hitting on a key thing here. Like, what do you do with all that length? Because mm-hmm. there are songs that don't really go for the grandeur, and you're like, how are you getting to nine minutes? Yeah. Especially like dance tracks. Like there's some Daft Punk songs that I'm like, holy shit, that's fucking long. Yeah. But, yeah. The, uh, I, yeah. And then conversely, I found a lot of songs where I was like, that's only that long? Like, I one of the first songs I thought of was Mr. Blue Sky, and it doesn't feel long enough to me. I think it's like five minutes. Oh. Five minutes, three seconds. What's our longest song? Uh, maybe College Night? No. no College Night Classic or, New York um, Night. Classic yeah. New York Night. We should end this episode on that. We'll yes, play it out. I, think we, I think we've done that already. But yeah, it's good to pat. We did it. Episode. I think with. Uh, <laughs> with I think we know. I think we did it with college night. <laughs> no, you know oh. what we should do. We should play. <laughs> no, we did. We also did, we did both. Night. Well, well, uh, uh, here for the beer is a nice long one too. That's like uh, maybe like five something. Oh yeah. But yeah, here's the thing about what? the sloppy boys: when we're going long, we're making it count. You're getting verses, baby. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Um, um, my buddy Keith, weatherman, Keith Carson, he likes here for the beer. And he was like, is it part of the joke that it's like way longer than it needs to be? Then it <laughs> no, needs Keith. to be. Yes, Keith, it is. You know what, <laughs> no, Keith? I think some Keith. of your weather reports are longer than they need to be. <laughs> oh, it's raining. It's raining. Shut the fuck up. Your reign of terror against my friend Jeff Dutton was longer than it needed to be. <laughs> it's, it's, it's cloudy. It's sunny. It's cloudy. It's sunny. Oh! <laughs> Uh, that's good well who wants to start i'll start not it not it great well i want to start because i'm going to ease this in because i've mine is a little obvious i don't know if you guys would have thought this about me but there's a song i've gushed about at every turn i have two ideas what yours could be i've got some very fun runner-ups that runners ups that i want to talk about Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh runners up um but this is um, off my favorite album of all time. Possibly the best song on the album. This so we're talking The Boss. Keep going. No. Van Morrison. Me the thinks. Van Man. Oh, Astral Weeks. Astral Weeks. Astral Weeks went, and, and, but not, no, not that titular track, Astral Weeks, and not the most famous uh, sweet thing. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's very funny that this, this Astral Weeks is an album that I, I got into it when it was obscure and I used to champion it as like mm. this this thing that's like, I got to tell the world about this masterpiece. In recent years, it went from being like an unsung hero to being a very sung hero. It's like on every list. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Like there's like a famous Lester Bangs review about it. And I think that when he kind of got canonized as a cool guy, this came back into style. 
So I no yeah. longer really need to preach to the choir, but pff, Madam George hit it. Ah. So Madam George, this is an epic tale, mystical, you know, uh, stream of consciousness, but listen how small we start. Oh, the artist is strumming his acoustic. Oh, he's singing in the the, the bass. Stand-up bass is getting plucked. I mean, it's it's an amazing thing, folks. This whole album, take the time with it. What what have I not already said about it? Other than this is a 23-year-old Van Morrison, hot off Ooh. of top of the charts with um, Brown Eyed Girl, right? Then he gets in a fight with his record label and mobsters in New York threaten him, so he has to go to Massachusetts. He dicks around Cape Cod a little bit. He ends up in Cambridge. And he decides, hey, I'm going to put together a weird little string trio and I'm going to record the weirdest fucking album of all time. He didn't really do music like this after and he hadn't really done it before. Time capsule. Um, I think maybe I've told you guys this off pod, but there's this great story about how this like bass player was filling in at a gig in Cambridge, Massachusetts for like some New York dude who had just come to town, like a little Irish guy had come up from New York and then he was like playing along and then the little dude starts singing Brown Eyed Girl and then he was uh-huh. like, are you fucking kidding me? That's the guy, like this short write- Irishman who's singing who I'm playing like a cheap gig with is number one on the charts right now but he's having a wow. little crisis in his life so he's up here um, yeah i guess like at that time you wouldn't see artists as much as you do now obviously and like you right there's no music videos there. you didn't see his face you just hear his his, his voice doesn't sound like his what he looks like no um how long is this song? this song is nine minutes um, Ooh. And I talked about it in the Springsteen episode about the Wild, the Innocent, and the East Street Shuffle because I was talking about how Bruce took the influence of, like, the corners. This, there's, like, moments where, like, Van sings a melody and then the, the strings kind of pick it up and take it to different places. And it's it's uh, meditative. It's impressionistic. That's the thing I'm going to get into with my runners-up, too. I like snapshots, you know? You, you don't have to tell me a story. I just want to... And then I want to... Bring my own meaning to it. Yeah, yeah. This is a very debated narrative because Lester Bangs says, you know, like lots of people say this song isn't about a very sad transsexual woman who has been banished from society, but I think they're wrong and it definitely is. And uh, mm. Van's real name is George, George Ivan, so Madam George. People think it's about him, but there's early versions of the song called Madam Joy and a different song called Madam Joy. You just don't know, but you, if you take the time with it, it's very, you, you, uh, yeah, th- it's customizable. This is, <laughs> this is very, uh, uh, Springsteinian. Yeah, for sure. It feels like, I, yeah, proto, proto Springsteen. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to pick Tim. I was going to pick you would do Rosalita or Thunder Road. Oh, Boy, I love him. Uh, Thunder Road struck me as not long enough. How long is Thunder Road? I guess oh, I don't know. I, I assumed it was. Rosalita is long. Rosalita is seven minutes and it fucking rules. Yeah, but it's kind of funny. It's just like a great song that keeps going. Um, 
it's it's not quite as I mean I guess I consider Jungle Land, but the 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 yeah. lyrics of Jungle Land are a little corny to me. Uh, Thunder Road oh, Thunder is Road just is under five. Four. Wow. Yeah. Four four fifty two. Yeah, that would not. It have, seems uh, long because it's so um it's so wordy and it doesn't really mm-hmm. have a chorus. Chorus. He just kind of repeats like whoa whoa come take my hand. But yeah. Um. But like any any song that has a lot of parts. Yeah. Where you're like oh here's like the here's like the the bridge and here's the other part where they do something different. Yeah. They feel longer than they are because of the movements. Well, the cool um, thing about Madame George is lots of sections, but it never, there's no bridge or um, we're never breaking those guitar chords uh, to all the strummers out there, including Joe mm-hmm. Strummer, wherever he may be. <laughs> um, yes. It's the most predictable chords of all time, right? It's it's a one, four, five uh, GCD. And he loops that and it's nine minutes of that. So so he's doing some weird stuff and the strings do some weird stuff, but it never, it's trance-like, like a Velvet under, Underground drone or something like that. You can kind of get lost in it. Mm. All right, I'll go next to keep this moving along so we can get the, get the Twitter going. Uh, to go back to your question about fish, I think uh, David Bowie is one of my favorite uh, long Ooh. songs. That is a, like uh, the album version is a long song. Okay. So I had a pick, Jeff. I'm, the the ones I gave you are all out of order. So, but I no have problem. One. I had a pick that I was like, oh, this is sh- assuredly uh, what I'm going to pick. It's a long song. I like it. It's got many parts. Long songs to me need to have like different parts to it mm. uh, for me to like it. Or for me, so you're going exactly against what your buddy Tim just said. This is interesting <laughs> stuff. Forget, forget what I just said because I'm my I'm drunk and my pick isn't going to be uh, what I just said. <laughs> oh. We don't edit the blowout. Just keep uh, talking. Oh God! Well, you get, you make me drink so many goddamn Boulevardier. Um, <laughs> drink them up, Michael. <laughs> no. So my pick was my first initial pick was Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, cool! That song is only—I uh, just had it up. It's only like five something. What? I know. I that's no, no, no. It's five fifty-five. I think that's five fifty-five. Me two, thinks two Jeff sides picked of a, that of song a because 45. he's sticking up for it an awful lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, geez, Jeff, back off. So then I so I, I I really wanted to pick that, but I didn't because it felt short to me. So then I was down between two, and I went back and forth between what has many parts and a story that's fun, and still kind of like has some movement to it, and what is just a really cool song. So I went with Jeff. Go with number two for me. Mike pick two. Yes, please. Well, I've heard of a Mick pick two, but not Mike <laughs> pick two. Tim, don't get lost in your mobile. We're about to play the song. <laughs> Sorry, I was lost you. in my mobile. But I was writing the tweet. Okay, uh, okay, good, okay. Here we go, here we go. Oh, oh yeah. rain. This one came up for me. Too. This is a good one. This is 840. It's almost like Madame George. It's, got, it's like slow and stuff. And then at the end, it's just like seemingly endless minutes of yeah, and like the guitar and rips. It's like, it's like starts off. It, it always felt like kind of church-like to me, and then yeah. the idea that it just ends with like it eventually has the, just the flashiest guitar. And like, yeah, it's and so cool. He's, he's really raunching out. I'm well. You're finding me on a little bit of a Prince kick these days. I don't oh. know much about uh, him and his music other than like ones everyone knows. 
And I got into um, uh, Sign of the Times recently. I started listening to that. And it's fun. And I just had a kick. Um, I really like Baltimore. It's like a newer Prince song. Ah. Yeah, I don't... Uh, I didn't look up what this song's about or anything or where... He really, like, uh, performs it well, too. He's like, what? I know! I know! Well, that's a guy who emotes. He, oh, he's like sure. He, like, acts his songs. Have yeah. you guys seen... Uh, have you seen Purple Rain? I just watched it during COVID for the first no, time. I was just gonna say we should do that for a uh, blowout. Oh, have I've you never seen, seen? Oh, true. shit. You gotta watch it. Um, yeah. Um, yes, that's my... I've got some runners-up we can talk about. Also... I was gonna pick. I was looking at um, "Runaway" as well, but that whole album uh, has tons of like six-minute, five-minute songs. Damn. Yeah, "Runaway" nine minutes. Whoo. That's that's a. I mean, that's when you hear on the radio too. Yep. Uh, "Purple Rain," I should say. "Purple Rain" for sure. Jeez, I, I'm glad I picked "Purple Rain." I thought you guys might pick it. You're both wearing purple T-shirts. I'm wearing a purple polo. <laughs> purple polo. <laughs> Um, uh, I think that Mike has me beat as far as the Twitter poll, but I'm still proud that I went with my heart. Jeff, what do you got? Good. I also went with my heart. I looked at a lot of songs, and I'm going to speak freely because I know what your big picks are. And even if these are runners up, that's fine. <laughs> now, speak freely as far as like referencing music and stuff, but don't, but don't like insult us or say mean things about about how you feel about right. your co-host. Did I ever tell you guys about my my friend? He always went by his first initials, IP Freely. Mike, what? He was a friend of mine. Did you really have? Did you, okay. Yes, he would You're pee sure? all over the place, urinate. All right. Should have called him Mr. Wiz. Jeff, take it away. <laughs> I looked at Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. Oh, really? You took a look at it's that. It's epic. <laughs> you looked into that. But movie. I figured, I figured it was uh, basic. It was like a, the basic bitch sort of. That's that's maybe the um, shoveling shit to pick. Well, that's yourself, Mister Dutton. <laughs> but here's the thing. You got to give credit where it's due when the, I, I like the this makes me proud to be a member of the public that I agree with you. That's kind of cliche, but it is a very fun song. We yeah, to we've br- we've brought up Freddie Mercury before. And Tim, you brought up the point that like that guy shoots for the fucking moon when he writes yeah. these big epic songs. Yeah. How you know, folks treat yourself. Look at videos on YouTube of people's like first listens to Bohemian Rhapsody. They're so fun. Mm. Oh yeah. I started watching a ton of those like just people who've never heard uh, Bohemian Rhapsody before, which is unconscionable to me, but still. <laughs> have, have you seen those guys that the um <laughs> Phil Collins in the air tonight reaction video? No, is it just people losing their mind at the drums? Yeah, part? it's like these two two young YouTube guys who do, they do music reviews, but they're like young and they haven't heard a lot of music. So they take oh, requests yeah. and, and then they're, they're watching they're or they're sitting together and just kind of listening to in the air tonight. And when the big drum fill happens, they're like, Oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It's so rewarding. I mean, even like, uh, you know, you, you give zoomers, uh, mama just killed a man, put a gun against his head, pulled his trigger. Now he's dead. And like, yeah, it's great. It's great. You forget you, with fresh ears, how awesome, Right, that and the, the Wayne's World headbang moment is like such a rockin' thing. So pleasing. And then the guitars are reading into our polling time. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> what else did I look at? I looked at Paradise by the Dashboard Lights yeah. for the same yep. same reason. Tons of movements. Hey, we, we've mastered the song. Oh. I don't have to tell you guys. That's a fun one. When we get it, ooh, it's fun. I was surprised how many dance songs were long. 
Around the World, Daft Punk, seven minutes, 10 seconds. Giorgio by Marauder, off the new, off Random Access Memories, mm. where it's a uh, Giorgio Marauder kind of doing his autobiography. Mm-hmm. That's nine minutes. But that's a lot of chit chat going on. Good Times by Chic, eight minutes long. But here's the thing, guys. I had to go, don't overthink it, Jeffy. Mm. Just play the first long song that you fucking loved and hit all the notes for you. It's epic, but it's personal at the very same time. Here we oh. go. Virtual insanity. Ah, oh, yeah. That That's man with one. only in dreams. Track 10 on the Blue Album by Weezer. <laughs> well, this Thank is, you, This is a good song, and it's got some good ups and downs, and it built. Well, how long is this song, Jeff? 7.59. Wow. So, yeah. You know, you know, it starts like this. It's, it's, uh, you can't resist her. She's in your bones. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. People, I don't even know what emo is anymore. People are like, hey, my emo, ba-. like emo is like a topic. People act like, uh, it's mm-hmm. become kind of, it's become kind of, uh, convoluted. And this, I don't call this emo, but it River is. Cuomo. It's proto emo. It's, it's proto emo. And then emo bands definitely love this song. A lot of emo bands would say only in dreams. You see what it means, you know, a, a sad, unrequited love that you only have in dreams. That's typical emo fare. But only Rivers Cuomo would say, "You can't resist her. She's in your bones. She is your marrow, and your ride home. She is your marrow. That's fucking great." Yeah. yeah. Later, when he's like, "It's a, it's a good. You say it's a good thing you float in the air. That way, there's no way I will crush your pretty toenails into a thousand pieces." This guy, he's not writing cliches. He's funny, and he's blunt, mm-hmm. and he's a fucking poet, man. Yep. And this is uh, sort of the piece de resistance yeah. for his first big major label smash yeah. debut. Does does Pickerton have a long song? Is Butter- Butterfly. Butterfly short. Butterfly's the last song, but it's short. It's, short. it's sort of the. Uh, it's sort of the. Um, her Majesty's a pretty yeah. nice girl, but yeah, Her Majesty. Yeah. I love that. But I'm going to fast forward to the fucking Ripper. Mm. Oh, this build is crazy. Not unlike we came here to rock. <laughs> I always wanted our, our we came here to rock build to feel like this. Everybody our age does these Pat Wilson uh, drum builds. Uh, <laughs> I hadn't heard it before him. Dude, when this beat drops, Rivers goes ham on lead here. And then, you know how you, like, you, you just start the head nod so perfectly with this snare? <laughs> yeah, man. it rips. We're getting the guitar chords, and then he's sliding those uh, octaves around. But then Rivers starts soloing here, and it's so fucking good. He's leaving it all on the floor. <laughs> the cutting room. Is it? This yeah, is that where, screaming part. Here's Rivers going nuts. Listen to And also, Pat Wilson going nuts. Yep. Oh, Rivers, you dog. Well, with my limited musical knowledge in like sixth grade into junior high, this song was... One of the most heart-wrenching things I could imagine. <laughs> it made oh. you feel. I mean, it was really, it was like super satisfying, but yeah. like it, that one like hit me in the, hit me in the core. <laughs> um, 
Man, I uh, sophomore year of college, I had this kind of little deal with my roommates where one guy was really into um, Nine Inch Nails and mm-hmm. uh, Marilyn Manson and uh, Perfect Circle and stuff like that. And then another guy was into like dance, um, you know. Uh, uh, Chemical who, Brothers. No, uh, Chemical Brothers, but then also Electro- with the Helmet guys Electro- you were just talking about. Oh, Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Uh, so, but we had a thing where we would... Uh, we really wanted to see if we could make, make each other emote. We hated, we each hated each. I was the indie rock guy, and yeah. we each hated each other's style of music. But we would say, like, in good faith, I'm going to listen to this Nine Inch Nails song and see if I can emote. And and he got me with Hurt. I hadn't somehow never heard Hurt by Nine Inch Nails. And oh, then like the Nine I, Inch oh, Nails yeah. version, the Nine Inch uh, Nails version. I mean, I I like the Johnny Cash one too, but. I um I like sat down in the common room of my dorm suite and listened to Hurt and was like, I emoted, you did it. Um, <laughs> but no. my choice, I was trying to make these guys emote and I went through my whole catalog and I played them only in dreams and it's so long and they sat there patiently and afterwards they're like, dude, you're a little sissy boy, man. You no. <laughs> Tim, Tim, I have a, like, okay, my friends and I were like huge Weezer fans and like, especially blue and Pinkerton. And we requested only in dreams at the prom. And they were like, and the DJ was, it was this girl, this woman. Uh, and she was like, mm, I don't have it. And we were like, we have it in the car. And she was like, okay. <laughs> and so we ran out to our car and got it and brought it to her and <laughs> played it, it played it for a while. And then during the long build, she got impatient and faded out and said, okay, and that was only in Dreams by Weezer. And we were so disappointed. It was terrible. Did people slow dance to it when it was Yeah, going? slow dance. Wow. I could see that. I had Laura Denner in my it's arms. It's just funny because it's a song about it's a song about being like too scared to slow dance or like never getting <laughs> never getting to slow dance. Uh, Tim, did you did you tweet out the thing? Okay, hold on. You have the pertinent information. Okay, back off. Press Only... send, my boy. I'm sorry, I didn't want to be stuck in my mobile. That. Ah. <laughs> oh. ah, ah, ah. Okay, what's ah, the best song? Ah, Madam ah, George ah. Van Morrison, Purple Rain Prince, Only in Dreams, Weezer. Tweet. Best long song. Long what's the best song? long sure song? Long. <laughs> long song. Okay, the poll has been tweeted. The Discord's about to freak out. Mm-hmm. They always alert each other. It's up. It's I can hear up. I can hear shouting outside my window here. All, <laughs> yeah. all the everyone on my block. That's a fucking oh, <laughs> Prince now. Um, uh, who went first? And then Wong. oh, go ahead, Mike. Tim did. Mike, Tim you, went first. Mike, Mike, you got something to say? Oh, I was gonna say. Well, a long song. I don't have a, a clip for it, but a long song that I don't know if you guys have heard. It's called uh, Alice's Restaurant by uh, Arlo Guthrie. Oh yeah. It's like a long story song that we would it would always play on our radio station in town uh, on Thanksgiving Day. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, because he mentions Thanksgiving in it. But it's a really like interesting, funny song to me, and we'd always listen to it every Thanksgiving. But it's like a twenty minute every song Thanksgiving. Yeah. Do you think you'll listen to it this Thanksgiving? Who knows? Twenty funny. minutes. Hey, uh, you guys know Godspeed, you Black Emperor. Yeah, you that? is that a band? That's a band, but they're like one of these big ass bands. It's like a conglomerate like, band. Yeah, I think so. They they have some songs on like the Twenty Eight Days Later soundtrack and stuff. Mm, okay, and a lot of songs like twelve minutes long. Woo. 
But mm. to, pull, to, to put one of those in this blowout would be pole suicide. <laughs> It'd be dangerous. Uh, Tim, what were some of your runners ups? Well, uh, my runners ups. Well, I've only got one because one of them was only in dreams. Daddy buddy got Ooh. it. Boosh. But that was runner up two. Runner up one was I again. I flapped my trap about this song multiple times on the blowout. Love it with all my heart, and yet again, it's tr- it's trance like. It's impressionistic. I know the meaning that I take from the song. It'll be different from what you guys take from the song, but it's snapshots that are haunting and bewildering. Ooh. Hit the track. Runner up number one. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. Television, yes? Yes. Uh, Tim, I mostly know this from you playing this in the basement of the old house. Yeah. Playing it, um, playing this song or like me playing it on my guitar playing it on your guitar <laughs> i remember i used to do a bit of trying to play all the guitar parts and bass part all at once and going, um i think i talked about television recently on the pod because it's this sort of um funny thing that they're a cbgb's new york punk band but the music is fancy kind of in the same way of how the talking heads yeah are, but this song's like fucking 14 minutes uh, really? It's yeah. got cool, like, bright, like I'm, I'm just remembering the parts like. It's got a lot of cool instruments parts. are kind of doing the same thing. It's sort of reminiscent of like 13th floor elevators, but it's really like New York punky, and I mean, it's definitely what influenced Interpol and Strokes and that type of stuff. But is um, 13th floor elevator? Was that a band or a? That's a band with some like noodly guitar shit. Um, uh, yeah, Tom I went Verlaine on Spotify. and Richard Hell are both. Uh, great guitar players so they're kind of dueling Richard what? Is it Richard Lloyd or Richard Hell? Hmm. Um, but what I like about this song it's, it's a real slow build and it really it like only in dreams it really takes you somewhere but yeah. it's also funny like this song is kind of cited as um, it's kind of got both kinds of guitar in it where you, that, that call and response thing is like weird you know but then there's also like some normal guitar licks that are along the way because one lead guitar player is like playing the you know using the scales we all know and then kind of doing lead guitar in the way we know it to be when he plays a solo it sounds like a good guitar solo but then when mm-hmm. tom verlaine takes over he just plays like the weirdest his approach to guitar is like did this guy not take a lesson or like has he heard other people play guitar <laughs> and he's he builds for like four minutes in this amazing guitar solo that is quite orgasmic. Yow. <laughs> um, was that your your only other runner up? Yes, other because Joe well, did Weezer. Dreams. Uh, okay, oh, this but was. Wait, I, I jotted down. Uh, oh, Rosalita, and then yeah. <laughs> College Night, my song. Oh, this one is this one is not by any means best, but I wanted to reference it because I know Jeff likes it too. Late stage Bad Weezer had that song. I am the greatest man who ever lived. Or yeah, oh, I like that song. I think it's, it's a, so fun. A fun song. It's it's like they're like Jesus of Suburbia or something like that, and it mm, keeps yes. kind of unraveling. Was that the it's red sort album? Of, Is that what that? Yeah. yeah, it was the red album. I think it was maybe the last song, and it's got it, it sort of interpolates simple gifts, mm-hmm. a cl- classic sort of mm, you know high school band like song, a, a like, shaker hymn. Yeah, shaker hymn, ah. and. Uh, 
it's kind of got the best and worst of Weezer in one song. Like yeah. it's it's got like a Pinkertonish <laughs> production, but then there's also like a little rap break. Yeah, yeah. He's like he comes on spoken word like I'm a fucking rock star. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, is that the words like I'm gonna get in your underwear? Yes, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yep. I, 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 it's that album. I don't know if that song. I mean, it is for, for an album that is largely skippable. I think that's the one. I, Pork and Beans was also on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good song. It, it actually, it kind of reminds me of that television song because it's got that simple, loopy, like dong, dong, ding, dong, dong, yeah, yeah. Dong, ding. Like, uh, I like the passing the ball between instruments, and I think a lot of pop music, it's got a lot of tracks going on, but you pay attention to different track, uh, different instrument tracks as as the groove kind of goes. And Tim, your television song is like taken to the extreme. You know, it's really stoppy, starty, pass the ball. Doesn't Flaming Lips mm-hmm. have like a long song? I'm, trying to think, I'm like, sure they have a bunch. I thought. I, thought I don't. Was, I don't think. I don't know if they have any like epic, epicy like that'd be appropriate for this. They have a, um, a, an instrumental song at the end of Yoshimi Battles of the Pink Robots. It's probably like five or six minutes, and it's okay. instrumental, and it's that thing. I mean, that whole album rips. I love it, but. Um, Okay, here's my... This was the one that I was choosing between uh, Purple Rain and this one. It's Jeff number four, please. Mick pick four? Yeah. Oh, Michael. Bill Joel? It's a fun Bill Joel. It's cheesy as hell. But... Uh, Italian restaurant. Italian restaurant. Scenes from an Italian restaurant. I love it. It's got to, it's like a, it's a story song. It's got like, I feel like long songs tend to be story songs because you want to get all the details in about these people. But, um, yeah, it's it got fat parts and then it like slows back down to this part. Uh, all right, you can cut it there, JD. Man, you guys are into some boomer shit though, huh? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Um, this is he's iconically boomer too because I feel like this is a song that's kind of creating a yuppie thing. Like he knows not to say that he was ever like a tough or like a punk rock or anything, but to mm-hmm. write a song <laughs> to write a song <laughs> yeah. about eating at an Italian restaurant, he's saying like this is for New York working professionals. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a like no like a dork who is leaning into it. Yeah, like, he's not trying to be cool at all. I think uh, I think he's cool in his own way. Sure, you know he's it's it, you got to be brave. You got to be hip to be square. You know what's cool is doing your own thing. You know, yeah, right. He's very yeah. hip to be square type guy. But uh, you know what's funny? I was thinking about this. You know, in this song, he talks about like a, a couple that got together after high school and then divorced. There's a weird like uh, genre in rock music where the singer is singing about like a couple. There's like Jack and Diane. Yep. And yeah. there's other ones too. It's like such a weird like Springsteen too that has like a Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just singing about other people's relationships. Yeah, sort of like butt out. Dude. Peeping Toms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what one of my old indie <laughs> bands, uh, you guys heard me play around the old house was uh, the Hold Steady. You ever listen to them? I, that rings a bell. They're I like a Twin Cities, Minnesota, Springsteen esque, but like, you know, indie rock band from the two thousands, but they had recurring characters. Like they'd mention like mm. your little hood rat friend. And then your little hood rat friend later on would be like get in two albums later would be like getting out of rehab or whatever. Like they, they built these long narratives. So those, uh, some couples 
mm-hmm. would would span albums. They'd be mentioned that he got drunk at a racetrack and that he was Ooh. with so and so and so and so, and and like they stick stick with the whole the whole Damn. catalog. It's pretty cool. It's like Damn. like the Folgers coffee couple. <laughs> was it Folgers or Maxwell? Uh, who was who was the long choice. running? Are you sure it was Taster's Choice? Yeah. Oh, it is Taster's Choice. But imagine the Taster's Choice are alcoholics and their lives are falling apart every time you check in with them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fun. Wait, isn't there? Wow. Ah, forget it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna speculate. Uh, my other here's my other runner up. Hit me. Which I was surprised. It'll surprise you, I think. And I was surprised that I like this song. And I do. I like this album actually. And I didn't pick it because it's uh, like five something. It didn't seem long enough to me. But Jeff, play number three for me. Oh, I thought it was Runaway. Oh, baby. I know. Love it. It's, it's, it really, this is a Black Parade by, um, oh, My, yes. Chemical, My, Chemical, Romance. Romance. My Chemical Romance. And it's like, I don't like this band, but this album, for some reason, I like. And maybe, Tim, you brought it to my attention. But uh, I, I like doing this in karaoke, it's the best. Yeah, Tim, I was just gonna say, like, your karaoke performance was maybe the first time I listened to this whole song. <laughs> I like the I marching mean, isn't here. Isn't that the thrill like... of of karaoke? Is something that's kind of a guilty pleasure. Do mm-hmm. like I always do uh, when you were young by the Killers. Oh yeah, which I I think is a good song, but it's just kind of funny to sing Killers with all your heart. And I know you're not a Killers fan. <laughs> <laughs> I like in this song it gets uh, when it starts guard that when it starts going faster he just does the same verse over again like the thong song that's right he's doing a he's doing a Bohemian Rhapsody this is a a screamo emo pop punk Freddie Mercury it's so grand here like <laughs> like a slow uh, guitar solo underneath just at the beginning of the song. He's, he's already like losing his mind. He's doing that Jack White scream. Yeah. Oh well, he looks like Jack White and uh, Billy Corgman. All right, Jeff, what's your runners up? Okay, I took a kind of a weirdy. Hmm. I wouldn't even say this is like, oh, this was my second place. This was just kind of a uh, a weird wild hair up my ass that I wanted to talk about. Eesh. There's been a lot of talk about Runaway. Uh huh. <laughs> the Kanye song that was like autobiographical for that moment, you know, the uh, uh, toast to the douchebags, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I really like that in 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 that moment too of my life because we had a lot going on professionally, and I had some suffering relationships, and I I really resonated with the uh, baby I got to plan run away fast as you can type stuff. Damn. Mm. And uh, I have another Kanye song I'd like to draw your attention to that is also oh. very autobiographical for the time. This is a guy who is very good at self-mythologizing. Mm. This is uh, the last track off of College Dropout. It's called Last Call. And it is a song that is, oh, I'd say it's like, it's 10 minutes and change. Wow. But it's basically him talking through. There's f- the first four minutes are a normal song. And then there's about six or seven minutes of just taking you through, I used to be this kind of rapper, this is how I got started, all of the false starts with management and how he got into Rockefeller and all this stuff. Okay. I'm going to just jump to a highlight here. And we'll have to kind of listen to it. This is going to be like 90 seconds. You know, we can talk about it, but kind of listen to him. I love to listen to music. So after that, I went back home 
man, I'm I'm just in Chicago. I'm trying to do my thing. You know, I got goofs, I got acts. I'm trying to get on and like, one nothing really like popping off the way it should have been. One of my homies, that was one of my artists, he got signed. But it was supposed to really go through my production company, but he ended up going straight with the company. This is Kanye? So, like, yeah. I'm straight holding the phone, getting like the bad so. news that dude was trying to leave my company. And I got evicted at the same time. So, I went down there and tracked the beats from him. I took that money, came back, packed all my shit up in a U-Haul, maybe about 10 days before I had to actually get out. So I didn't have to deal with the landlord, because he is a jerk. Me and my mother drove Come to on, let's just go. Newark, New Jersey. I hadn't even seen my apartment. I mean, when I Same pulled up, baby, I unpacked here. all my shit. You know, we went to Ikea. I bought a bed. I put the bed together myself. <laughs> I loaded up all my equipment, and the first beat I made was a Heart of the City. And Beans was still working on his album at that time, so I came up there to baseline. It was Beans' birthday, matter of fact, and I played like seven beats. And... You know, I guess he is in his own. He already had the beats that he wanted. I did nothing like it already at that time. But then Jay walked in. I remember he had a Gucci bucket hat on. I remember like like it was yesterday. And hip hop said, yo, play that one beat for him. And I played Heart of the City. And really, I made Heart of the City. I really wanted to get that beat to DMX. And I played another beat. And I played another beat. I remember that Gucci bucket. He took it and like put it over his face. And he made his face like... <laughs> so that's like uh, a, a, about the midsection of him telling this big long story about how he ended up at Rockefeller for his first debut album. Um, but uh, it, it's such a it's such a trance like listen like it's just that kind of same backbeat that goes the whole time. Mm-hmm. But then you know there's some introspective parts and then there's some more explosive parts. Uh, I'm surprised it was as long as it was. But I said, hey, I got to shine a light on this old fucking. Yay track. <laughs> I I have I not heard that track since I first listened to that album when it was new. And it's funny because now I think that that's charming and I like Kanye, but at, in the on first listen that, that that cheesed me out. I was like, why is this guy t- like uh this is weird to me that it's on the album. Like this is a good like uh DVD fe- featurette. Sure, material. like a- anyone could do that. Yeah. But nobody does. But and, and he was just like, "Well, I'm so important. People are going to want to know like my backstory." <laughs> yeah. That was that was college dropout. Yeah, and that well, that was the thing is like, I I remember just being like, "Dude, you rap through the wire." Then you like you did, like I, like just uh, he the self mythologizing, uh, it rubs me the wrong way until you learn that that's his thing and he's the best at it and it's so great. You know, like like <laughs> now. You're like, yeah, I, this is the guy. This is what he does. You're not, you're not, you know, listening to a press conference with Muhammad Ali and being like, geez, this guy's braggy. <laughs> it's, it's like, <laughs> oh, he's the best in the world. This is part of the show, and I love it. And he's come so far as, or like, he's gotten so big, let's say, that hearing him talk about like his mom getting a U-Haul and them driving down and like building a bed from IKEA is very charming because it's so relatable. Which is another big thing with like early, early Kanye. That's also. Um, exciting, I think, if you're a hip-hop fan in that moment to have not heard, you know, Kanye talks about how, like, he, he wore the pink polo so that other rappers could be, like, nerd rappers after him. I wasn't, mm-hmm. like, tracking that closely, but it is tr- the same thing with saying, like, you buy, you rented a U-Haul and you built your own Ikea bed. That's relatable in a way that other hip-hop artists would have been afraid to be before that. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm also listening to the Dissect uh, you know Dis- Dissect, right? Yeah, the yeah. Cole, Cole Kushner's podcast. Um, I'm listening to the Yeezus Ooh. one that came out a little bit ago. 
I'd li- uh, the Twisted Fantasy one is incredible. Yeah, I, mean, I really this like one that is was, that so far cool. so good. But um, they talk about this song a little bit, and they're saying that like Kanye has a really good sort of movie-ish quality to like he makes himself the main character, mm. and just like a movie, you experience like somebody else's point of view. And then you feel like you understand the world better or differently. Like we we all go on Marty McFly's adventure. We all go on John Wick's adventure or whatever. And so when Kanye wins at the end and he becomes a rapper against all odds, we feel like we win too. It's just this sort of like cinematic trickery, but he does it with pop music. He's got us. Whoa, I can't believe this is the the time has run out. Tim, it's time to check those polls. (laughs) So, Mike, are you looking at a stopwatch? Yep, we are. We have just hit the time. Okay, well, um, I'll read you. We have enough data, and I'll read it to you, but also I wanted to go into the uh, <laughs> the, the replies here. Um, Uh-oh. We got, you know, Jackie B is saying Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Hey, that was brought up. And uh, Crispy Brinkley says, uh, it's just <laughs> talking about Jim Steinman, you know, the guy that wrote uh, Meatloaf songs, and that reminded me that I love Bad Out of Hell. I don't know how long Bad Out of Hell is. That's mm-hmm. yes, that is another long one. There's a snarky oh comment from Mitch on the web saying, "Bunch of guys older than 35 submitted this list." Yes, we're older than 35, but you tell me what Gen Z songs are over yeah, seven. Seriously, minutes. give me the Machine Gun Kelly song that's eight minutes <laughs> yeah. long. They're literally not allowed. We address this at the top <laughs> of the podcast, Mitch. You're not allowed to put out uh, songs loud, and and I'm bet Mitch on the web likes Black Parade, and that was a red runner up. Um, okay. <laughs> enough shit talk let's get to the data the demolished in and shamed in third place normally i do second place first but lagging way behind with eight percent of the vote is tim kalpakis with yeah. madam george van morrison but you went with your heart that's a tough one nobody knows what that song is but that's it's interesting because i I gave a disclaimer, like I no longer have to preach about this song because now it has is getting its due. Mm-hmm. But maybe it doesn't have that much, or maybe people know they don't give a flying fuck about it. Okay, <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe they don't yeah. like it. The winner okay. of the vote with fifty-seven percent of the vote. You knew it was going to happen. Purple Rain Prince. Thank you, Tim. Uh, Thank you Michael Hanford. I congratulations, happen. dude. The guy, you know, it's a classic. The guy's nice an big icon. Um, he is. Thank you. I, I will take the scratch off money and hope for the best. Well, didn't yeah. Prince win the one of the previous polls? Yes. Prince Prince is one of these rare examples of a populist, a fan favorite, and then also favorite. Like when you, when Michael likes Purple Rain, he's not just playing the game. He loves that song because that song fucking rules. Prince is one of these people you know, Michael Jackson before I, I've actually heard Michael Jackson has some bad things about him, but mm. um, your Michael Jackson's your Prince, your Bruce Springsteen's. There was an era in the eighties where the mainstream superstars were also kind of making the best shit, man. Yeah. Like, Ooh. like yeah, <laughs> introspective, interesting artists doing uh populist stuff. Uh, the, yes, the song I did for best party song was let's go crazy. I think. It was the winner. Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. Um, well, there you have it. I mean, that's uh, this was a fun one. I, there are so many. F- it's. I went on actually Spotify, and there's a list of like you just type in long song. There's a long song playlist. 
Uh, there's like a bunch of the them. type of music someone would be into. Like, I yeah. don't care what it sounds like. It's like <laughs> some I've um, never heard of, and some you've heard, and you're like, what? That song, like, Sympathy for the Devil is a somewhat long song. Oh, sure. I also want to say that I think that, Jeff, this was a good showing uh, for Only in Dreams. 35% Ooh. for an album track. You know, not not, not a single. You got to have bought the Blue Album to know that tune. That's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I feel like that's square in our demo. Yes. Bunch of guys well, over 35. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, that's, uh, folks, thank you so much for coming out and <laughs> playing along. We are going to say goodnight to you. We love you, Patrons. We love the big money hustlers. The tip jar people, not as much. But uh, we'll see you next week. And we are going to leave you now with the Sloppy Boys long song. Classic New York night. Enjoy. Good night. Good night. Been all around this crazy world Been to London, I've been to France Went to Waikiki with my best buddy And we did the hula dance Spent a whole paycheck one night in Rome It was well worth the dinero I like to have some fun and shake my bones when I'm in Stay out all damn night When I'm in Mexico City Then I oversleep and miss my flight Mmm, what a pity Went to Tokyo and don't you know I almost lost my life Made it out of there by the skin of my teeth After I kissed Godzilla's wife On a Swedish dance floor they yelled for more And they almost crowned me king I like to ski half drunk in the old Swiss Alps Yo, lehi, who kind of thing? Yeah, I love all these places They're a traveler's delight For New York City Just to have a classic New York night Walking down the New York City street Can make anyone feel alive There's a tap in your toe And everybody a pass will raise their hands To give a high five There's a soundtrack to the city Jazz in every piece of shop
love this town. It was a classic New York night.